Welcome. It's Monday. Yes, Teddy. We're here. Welcome to you. Damn it. An extra hello to you. Uh, it's Monday. That means it's time for MCU Mondays. This week, we're obviously going to be talking about Wakanda Forever. It just came out. Just so you know, there's going to be spoilers galore. Uh, we'll warn you again, but we're talking about the movie. So you're going to hear about it. I'm your host, Chris. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Debbie. Hi, guys. Debbie, was your theater crowded? No, but it never is. I mean, there is more than... Um, than what I'm used to, because uh, I I live in a small town, so it's it's now. And I even went to the I didn't even go to the ten o'clock movie. I went to the eleven o'clock movie and uh, in the morning, and uh, there was more people there, but it, it, it wasn't packed by any means. So I was happy because you know I don't like people. So <laughs> reserve seating. Do you have reserve seating? Oh no. Oh, no. so it's first come first serve. It's one of yeah. those. It's a cutthroat. If you want a, if you want a good seat, you better be there about an hour before the movie starts. Well, I mean, my seat was available, and I got there ten minutes beforehand. So, my seat that I personally like in the theater—it's my spot. It's my spot. It, they should have my name on it, you know. Now it, it's a—it's not a really new or updated theater. I really wish it would get recliners because then I could sit through a movie more comfortable. Yeah. See, I have recliners in my theater, and I'm very glad that I did because, again, I'm in the Maryland, Baltimore, Washington, D.C. area, and my theater was pretty darn packed. Uh, I, I I bought my tickets Friday, and I bought them for Sunday, and I was limited to the second row in front of the screen because everything else was taken. Wow. And I'm talking about for... They had showings at... 11, 11 30, 12, 12 30, 12 50, 1, uh, 1 30. Like it was all showing that, and pretty much most of them are like all already. And that's why I'm always like, when the new Marvel movie comes out, I'm talking to you guys, especially Debbie. I'm like, Debbie, did you get your tickets yet? And you're always like, I don't need to. And I'm like, I don't, <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me because if I don't do it like immediately, I'm gonna get screwed into the second row. And Oh. I did. I sat there and we had the reclining seats. So, but still, it's not my preferred. I like to be there's usually three rows and then a break and then like uh handicap handicap lane. space, yeah. yeah. And then behind that the regular rows start again or whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. And usually in that first row behind the handicap there's like bars and you can put your feet up on the bars and that's my that's preferred right spot. It, that's, it, it, that's, it, that's a great spot. It doesn't matter much with recliners, but yeah. It, as much, yeah. Well, now that, yeah, recliners are the thing it, it, you, I don't mind as much, but especially back in the day when it was just like theater seating and stuff like that. Right. I mean, that was prime. That was the best. Yeah, I, I only ran into that problem once and it wasn't where I live now. It was another town, but me and my son, my youngest son, went to go see one of the, uh, I think it was one of the newer Jurassic Park movies. And we got there and it was so packed. We ended up sitting in like the second row off to the side. So it was just like, you know, I'm, I'm 
contorting yeah. to see the screen. I had yeah. a migraine afterwards because, you know, you're like, like you're like this the whole time. <laughs> yeah, so, for me, so it's like I'd rather not go than have to like sit way to the side. Even in any row, sitting all the way to the side, it's like, mm. no, let's just. You got to cock your head, and you're just go. like, okay, my neck's gonna be sore. <laughs> no. Now, I got you both beat because I just want to say right here because I kind of skipped over, but we're also joined by David down below. <laughs> yeah, David. Yeah. What was your theater David. like, buddy? <laughs> my theater. Okay, so said you got us both beat. That's impressive. Luke, Luke, and I went Sunday evening. I did not pre-buy my tickets because um, we weren't sure what time we were going to be able to go. Um, we finally decided we were able after we finished all of our chores and errands and everything else it was like okay we can go to the 545 show and this was at 520 so we bought our tickets literally like 25 minutes before the show started we had to sit in the front row that was all that was left was the front row and so we're just That's looking at it we're like this so like, rough yeah <sighs> And I was like, I need my chair to lean back just a little bit more so I can. Then it's like IMAX. <laughs> but uh, no, that one was we. But we did find out some interesting information this weekend. We've got another theater that's in the mall. That's just a little crummy four screen theater. The mall here in Denton, where I live. And um, it now shows first run movies. And it had Wakanda Forever on two screens. It had Black Adam and... Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile were the four movies that it was showing. And we were like, oh, so if we ever get caught in a situation where we have to sit on the front row at, at the reserve seating, maybe we can come to this little crummy theater where nobody's going to. We can go watch it there. We won't have recliners, but at least we'll have good seats. Yeah. <laughs> Getting good seats is, you know, if the, if the chairs recline, that's even, that's just a plus. That's, that's cherry. That's, yeah, that's the exactly. frosting on the cake. We got DJ Donnelly, who was here apparently at nine o'clock. Oh, we don't start till nine thirty if you're even lucky. So thank you for being early, DJ Donnelly. Want to make sure he wanted to make sure he had a good seat. He wanted the exactly. first. He wanted the first comment. That's all it was. <laughs> Geek Gauntlet Podcast is also in the house. So the movie was so good. Well, we're gonna talk about it in just a minute. Watched it at home, found a site online. Way to support. Oh, man. <laughs> That's impressive. That's really fast for it to already be online. I'll be was watching it, it again. Or was it like camera crappy? I was going to say, we used to we used to get copies of that um, overseas of movies that like first run movies. And it was like a week later, they're out. And you yeah. go, you bring them on DVD and you pop the DVD in. And it was like somebody was there with his phone just recording it and yeah. people were laughing at things and walking across and it's like dude ah oh. yeah it's like i see everybody talking about black panther i don't know what's going on because my uh guy that i buy dvds from on the side of the street he sold me the director's commentary last week i don't know what's going on <laughs> and the director of course the commentary is just him talking into the phone <laughs> while he's recording it in the theater Watch it on my big screen. Well, that's why you get the big screen. But at the same time, I'm jelly. <laughs> I, like, ah. I, I go for the experience. I want the experience. I want to smell the popcorn and be in the theater with the people when everybody's cheering. And You know what? We're going to get into it. And I know what you're talking about because I had a guy 
in my theater that was making the whole most hilarious comments and i was like this guy should be mandatory for every single <laughs> showing because this is great you're gonna miss out on the experience if he's not here but uh yeah there's 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 that experience but not everyone has that not everyone is so lucky i've i've seen a lot of people talking about like all right, we're just getting to go back to the theaters. Why are you bringing babies? They're like, why are you talking throughout the whole movie? And that's why I really appreciated this guy. He had like one-liners, maybe like one word that he would say at a at a break in the action, and it was just it was just perfect. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about our thoughts on the movie after we get the theme song going here. She just cue uh. the music. love it it's good stuff so black panther wakanda forever the biggest i guess thing about this movie is the fact that chadwick boseman passed away from cancer uh without being able to be in it and i think that's a huge it's an Obviously, you can't ignore it. They made a part of the movie literally because of that, because what a phenomenal actor. They had scenes from him, flashbacks of things that he did. And I was just watching that and like, man, ah, and and it, it breaks you a little bit because it's like, imagine, because this isn't like Iron Man's death where it's okay he did everything robert Downey did everything basically that he wanted to do you know and this is the arc the character's done and he's leaving this is in real life the actor died and now all of the things that he could have been a part of are kind of left unfulfilled it hits deeper than just i think a regular movie death I, it should and i i don't know but what did you guys feel about that i mean that's exactly how the movie started with him dying yeah i honestly honestly um i thought it was great i thought it was amazing the way that they did it you know they they had said we're not going to use any kind of uh, cgi footage or fake fake chadwick we're not going to put him in it and it i mean the movie just kicks off into high gear with oh my god he's dying and Suri's trying to find the cure, the the heart-shaped herb, and the heart-shaped herb, not herb, herb, the heart-shaped herb. Because if so, you remember, and they remind you during the film, but Killmonger had come and he had burned up all of that right. when he was around in the first movie, so they didn't have more of that. Apparently that could have helped him. She didn't have enough time. Runs out of so time. She runs out of time. She basically runs out of time. The, the little AI says she says what's his heart rate and it's and it's even the thing that she prints out the thing that she's going to take to him the thing that she prints out 
in there. 28, 28%. Yeah, it was like 20, it was super low. Much so, later in the movie. I'm gonna tell you again, people, spoilers. We're talking about the movie, so spoilers. I thought they should have done the same thing with Carrie Fisher in The Last Jedi. Or not The Last Jedi, um Rise, Rise of Skywalker. I think I, I honestly oh, would that they okay, that she, no. you know, she died. And so to have some kind of like right at the first she's in a battle or something and you know, the ship explodes or something like that and oh my god princess leia was on that ship so now we've got to spend the rest of the movie mourning her but still carrying on the fight if you will yeah so you're saying so, like they handled it better in this i think they did yeah yeah i think they did i agree i would agree uh yeah, so it goes right from that right into the funeral, which, again, this movie, I think, has some really great, like, the whole funeral scene, the procession and everything, the costumes, the the way that they shoot it, the way, I, I think that it was a fitting tribute to him. They have, like, at one point, she looks up and sees, like, there's a graffiti of him on the wall uh and that's really all that you see of him during that part because they have him during the marvel opening thing right but during this whole thing he's not really there and they just have the thing on the casket and so there's a lot of it there and then it kind of skips to a year ahead i think throughout the whole movie though you're it's impossible not to be feeling the loss of Chadwick Boseman. Uh, that was one of the big things for me is like watching the whole movie. I'm, I'm just like, what would this have been if like he was here to continue on the character? Like what would have happened? Because in this, we end up getting a new Black Panther and kind of like a new Iron Man. And it's like, I was just feeling like, uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> we lost both of them and now yeah, they gotta, they're and, both replaced in the same movie and it's it's rough and there's not really anything you can do about it that's why when i'm like thinking about this movie it's like it's this is not anything against the movie it's something that's Im just impossible to get around there's no way to get around this type of thing and so and so for what they were dealing with with that in mind i think they did a pretty good job <clears throat> debbie what were you thinking about the beginning of the movie and the uh well i mean just from the get-go when they did the marvel intro and there was absolutely no music i mean like i said before there weren't that many people in my theater because there never is but I mean, they were still, you know, they were talking and yapping and whatnot. But I mean, you could hear a pin drop when that Marvel intro came on and it was just all Chadwick, no music. I mean, of course, I started crying right away. So, <laughs> you know, I me, mean, I get emotional. Typical. But uh, yeah, the, the, uh, the funeral, beautifully shot great costumes that I, I was gonna say I, I i was watching the costumes if you look at those costumes i did not see a single identical costume everybody was wearing every person at that funeral up and down the streets and everything dressed in the white was all wearing 
something different, something that made them stand out. And that was, I'm, I was looking I at it going, that hey, that's a massive undertaking right that there. That goes into part of the plot, actually, when, when the queen is talking to Shuri about burning the funeral clothes. And I was like, these are garments specifically for this, literally, that you're going to then burn. So, we, yeah, it makes sense that they're all different because these are probably made specifically for this. For that particular for funeral. For that funeral. Yeah, made for that purpose and then burned. And I I really like that. That's... I've been recently re-getting into some Joseph Campbell, Hero's Journey stuff. And the way that he comes up with... It, the hero's journey and everything about that is by studying mythologies and cultures and religions from all around the world because that's where human storytelling comes from and so to see some of the stuff they did in this movie it was very i think fitting tribute again to chadwick boseman to the black panther uh it's that part of it I thought they handled about as good as possible. There's other parts of the film I wasn't as hugely entertained about. I thought it went a little long. Yes, I think I there could was, have been trimmed a bit. Yeah, there are some some laggy moments, uh, or yeah, uh, yeah. There is just some. It lagged, and then. I don't know. I, yeah, they, it, it could have been trimmed. Luke did say that, and and I and I really agree with him. It it did what Ragnarok did, to where there was a lot of funny moments in it. There was a lot of funny things in it, but it wasn't like Love and Thunder, to where it was just overbearing. There was, you know, it was it was a good serious movie with some funny bits to it, to where it's like you don't have to be serious all the time. Like the, the one scene where he says, uh, you can't go down there. The, the ocean will crush your bones and the pressure will destroy you. Or we got a suit over there if you want to use that. That's fine. Yeah, but the, the thing about that was, I, I'm so glad you used that example. It's like, oh, or we have a suit. And it's like, oh, yeah, from those people that you murdered. <laughs> yeah, that's the other side of that joke. It's like, yeah, oh, we got a suit over there. Oh, did you make that suit? Oh, no, no. That's Yeah, uh, we murdered somebody. Yeah, took we it. murdered some people and took it. <laughs> we ah, took out a whole, uh, ah. whole uh, I, don't, I don't know what it was. It, a, was. it wasn't an aircraft carrier, but. No. A big old ship full of people. Oh, well, they would have taken out the one at the end, too. But It was a scientific we'll get team. There. Uh, so Derby 501st at best project of phase four as a movie, besides No Way Home, it wraps phase four well for what it is. Kugler did very well with this film, yeah, with the situation, could have done much better with that situation. Uh, tribute film to Chadwick and Black Panther as a character and that's the thing is uh, the show must go on it must continue things you know one way or another they were going to have to and I think this solution what they did with this film is better than just trying to like recast the character and try to use someone else to fill his shoes that I feel like would have been much worse despite wanting to see that character continue I think trying to recast 
at this point would have been very difficult uh terrible <laughs> i i thought they did a, a really good job of giving everybody closure because of the suddenness of his death in the movie it's basically kind of the same thing i mean he dies suddenly and you know uh, we're going through the whole emotions that they are you know everybody is shocked and you know and everybody handles that kind of situation differently and i think they they did a really good job at giving everybody and i'm sure the cast um closure because uh his wife was also involved with this movie so i think it did a really good job at giving closure to not only chadwick but also to the character chala and it also introduces namor 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 Kukukan. <laughs> oh man um yeah so we get to see a little bit more of the wakanda elders but they kind of just backplay them it's mostly like the queen is in charge now the king is gone queen's in charge and she takes pretty firm stance um I love Angela Bassett. <laughs> they made those people at like the United Nations or whatever that like look incredibly foolish. And I was like, she was she was almost almost she was at that line where she I, I you could look at her and say she's she's the bad guy. She's the one that's I mean, just just some of the things that she did. I'm like, why are you doing this? It doesn't make any sense. Doing what? Yeah, I mean the, the the whole thing with and, and I get okay. We're not we're not. Well, she had we, to put on a strong front because they. Yeah, but that's why she's the black panther was such a, yeah. yeah, and she's like, you might think we're weak, but we're not. And they were attacking her. It's not like they were yeah. on the offensive. Right, know? right. And she said, if you do this again, consider my leniency here as part of an as an olive branch, which. Because other people would take something like that as an excuse to go to war. Like, that's exactly the point she's trying to make. Is yeah, like, she's, she's trying to not only protect the just, vibranium, but also her her country. I mean, yeah, the, they're going to use steel and use the vibranium for not good purposes. I mean, they were going to use them, you know, for weapon. Well, you know. Weaponization. Yeah. I mean, not anything good. So you know to use it against other countries and uh shoot julia louis dreyfus what's her name lady Val? lady lady hydra uh you know that that's her main purpose i mean Director she's like Fry. yeah we want that she, we want i was gonna say she even said that she said what would you do if America had had all the vibes was sitting on a mountain of vibranium? He, she says, like, basically, like I have. That's that's like my wet that. dream yes, right there. What are you exactly talking about? Yeah, she almost had an orgasm. <laughs> she 
she was just like, yeah. <laughs> what would you do if America had all the vibranium in the world? You just made like, me all tingly. <laughs> uh, she's great. I'm, I'm glad to see her as part of this. It's going to be fun to see her being like the opposite of a director fury, like the same mm-hmm. role, but for like a different group. I mean, I was, I was shocked kind of when intent. her and Ross had been married. Yeah, was was, like, Holy! Here's a <laughs> here, here's a twist for you. Just throw it in there. The Tolkien white guy. It was great, actually, in the first one. That it was just him. It was just and, him uh, and, uh, Claude, and they were the yeah. Tolkien white guys. Yeah, <sighs> it's good stuff. But uh, it was it was it was interesting in that as soon as they you know kind of made that pub, not threat but just like hey good luck finding other vibranium they're immediately like finding vibranium it's like wow well, it's lucky as hell you know <laughs> good thing we don't have to go fight them anymore now we can just mine it from under the ocean do you guys hear that <laughs> and so it's <laughs> The Mer people with their siren songs start luring people off the ship. On that. oh, that was weird. That that was just. Well, that's I mean, they classic, would they they would just stop the and they just walk off. Mermaid myth is that yeah, is yeah. the siren song, and so they just walk right off. And it's like, why are you doing that? And it's like because they're hypnotized. It's not because they. I there was someone in the theater who was just like, why do they keep walking off the edge? And I'm like. <laughs> Read your mythology, people. And this was after the lady was like, it's a sonic attack. Put in the yeah. earplugs. And they're like, why do they keep walking off the edge? I'm like, it's a, if, if you yeah. can't understand anything else, it's a sonic attack. And it was an adult because there were other, there were children there too. And I don't know if they necessarily got what was going on. No, I bet the children got it right. But they the kids knew. Yeah, they were just like, oh, it's a. Dad, just you're embarrassing us. It's a superpower, exactly. <laughs> And so people are just walking off the edge into oblivion. I did like when the captain or the one guy that was, he had a gun and he shot it to keep that one guy from jumping mm-hmm. off the edge. And then that guy got like impaled a second later. I really well, like that because it was like, hey, that showed ingenuity. It showed this is a smart character that knows and he's and he's looking out for his other character. And then none of it mattered. Yeah, I love. Yeah, <laughs> like you're screwed. It doesn't matter how smart you are. This situation is not going to end in your favor. Yeah, you're out. You're outmatched at that point. So, what did you think? I guess of the blue people, the as the underwater as Techian. What did you think? They were as in. When they showed up, when they did stuff, uh, we got to see more of them later on. This was kind of like the shadow appearance where, what are those things? We're not quite sure. Was was one of them blue? Ooh. Uh, later, when they're picking up Ironheart or Riri, we get to see a little bit more of them on that bridge. Mm-hmm. And we got the start of that kind of uh, subplot of the two warriors fighting. Yeah. Which I thought that was a. I was more interested in that. I, I kind of wish that it. The choreography in every, all of the fight scenes, really, throughout the entire movie was, it, you know, second to none. It, it, was, it, it was just amazing. 
And it's great because well, these are warriors that are used to being able to use vibranium to their advantage. On both sides. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like, uh, so the Wakandans, they're used to being the only ones with vibranium. And so now they have to fight people that also have vibranium. And so it makes that... A little more fair fight there. And also, I don't Level know if they ever explained people. this, but she full-on gutted a bunch of those people on the bridge. And then they kind of like zombie got up later and... They never well, really did explain that. Did they ever explain that? Because I was I like, did I miss did. it? Or like, did no. they? Are they... <laughs> Maybe Geek Gauntlet? What do you know? Did, did you see it? Because she definitely gutted them. And then later they just got up. And I was like, well, wait, why are you leaving? I'll just attack Well, her. I, I, I kind of like, okay, wonder. That's a contest of honor. She even said, she even said I, I killed two or three of them. And they and just they got, got up. Like, nothing up. happened. I could it be possible that they all take the the flower well i think all of them the reason they're able to breathe underwater is because they're descendants of that but i mean the but ability the, to not really do they all have the superhuman ability and the ability to uh regenerate themselves I feel, that's one of the things I feel like is unclear. Uh, and that's why at the end, the only reason they win, it's kind of like a taking down the droid mothership. You know, yeah, they, they, they caught the out. caught the captain. Yeah, that's the only reason. And then you learn more later. So we'll talk about the end and we'll talk about exactly like what the victory means and what it looks like they're setting up but uh there's a little bit more stuff to go into here what did you think of ironheart oh debbie what'd you think i saw that looks like you had a stank face <laughs> <laughs> that's what i normally look like um debbie has rbf <laughs> yeah. i've been told that but hey you know it comes in handy at times that keeps people away. I said, what do you think about Ironheart? And I saw you wince. So um, I want to hear it. Yeah, Riri, I like. I don't know. I I don't like her suit. I don't. Because she looks like Bumblebee from the new Transformers. I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't. She looks like Samus Aran. Like and I, it, you know, I, I assume that's what she looks like in the comics, but. Yeah, I, I didn't care for the suit. But that's if those comics have been around for what? Not that long. Mm -mm. I, don't yeah, know. I, just, I wasn't I, I wasn't impressed with the, the character I have no problem with. I think it's another actress portrayal here. I don't I didn't care for the actress that portrayed Ironheart. I thought she put too much into it and I thought and when I say put too much into it, it was like overdone. It was overacted and overdone, and I, I didn't care for it. I mean, not not Carol Danvers level, but sure. And either you know, one way or another, it's a hell of a situation to try and be in. You got some big for shoes. For all of these actors, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. To try and replace Iron Man, to try and replace Black Panther. It's no one's going to be satisfied. <laughs> you remember how mad people got when they thought Tom Cruise was going to play it, even as like a <laughs> variant? 
<laughs> he was he's gonna be on screen like, for like two minutes as a variant. There's no way to come out of this smelling of roses. You know? We were ready to burn cities down. Yeah, it's it was gonna be rough no matter what. I think that's kind of like why it was kind of smart to put it into this film. You know, at least you know, get it but get all you, of it in now, and then we can move we'll be able to move forward. But something good that came out of this too was okay, so we know we've got an Iron Heart series coming up, Disney Plus. So they've got the origin basically out of the way. They can just jump into the story. It's not like we've got to spend the first three episodes. And as we know, how does she become Iron Heart? You know, she doesn't get to keep the suit that she built there. So um, she's going to build a. She's going to have to rebuild her suit or build a new suit. That was my question. Why does she have to keep the suit there? Because it's made it, out of it's probably because it was made out of vibranium. Yeah, okay. that would be my guess as well. They're pretty but, strict um, about that. That's the whole movie. But I, I'm I'm hoping that her that they round out her character a lot more in the series. I'm I'm looking forward to the series now just to see what they do with her. But as of right now, I'm unimpressed. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's like, just me. It's like I like Iron Man, and if we're gonna do this, let's see what's going on with Armor Wars and. Justin Hammer, get him back into the mix. Let's uh, let's do it right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then we had basically our. There's when Shuri goes underwater to see the underwater city, which is basically just a CGI fest of. <laughs> look what we can do! Ooh, look, get ready for the Little Mermaid. We can do stuff underwater. Aquaman 2's coming out. Uh yeah, and it's that's basically it. I thought a lot of it was so dark. And I get it. It's very deep underwater. It's dark, but they have like a sun thing, and I'm like, and then there's have more bioluminescent stuff. Like that's what I was like in cartoons, is they have like, you know, they use the natural, you know, flora and fauna and different stuff to have the lights down there so it's not so dark but in this i felt like it was still even when they had the lights it still seemed so generally dark it, yeah those scenes for me were kind of muddy um dark muddy um they were I hazy think, yeah yeah i think they could have done a little bit better i mean i agree with what yeah. you said and it's like, I don't need to see, like, what it's really like to be underwater because there's not really an underwater city with an underwater sun. So why don't you make it unrealistic and now I can enjoy that and see it. We're going to spend this much money. It's all CGI anyway. It's like, ah, oh, well, if it's darker, we don't have to actually show as many things. I don't know. I just felt like that I would have liked to see more. superheroes Batman's just a guy in a suit with no superpowers well I mean it's true <laughs> well, he's rich I'm rich hey 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 you know what if you're gonna say that Tony Stark <laughs> is just a guy in a suit with no superpowers thing is like we, I think we all know Batman is uh, 
Batman and Tony plain. Stark are the same character. <laughs> Very, they're extremely similar. I don't mm-hmm. know about the same. So, Wakanda Forever, he shows up, Namor. He basically has no problem getting into Wakanda. (laughs) They don't cover the waterways. I was reminded of that scene from Aliens. They're five meters, man. Five meters. That's in the room. You're reading it wrong. No, man. They're here. They got something. Something we missed. Something we overlooked. Going in through the vents. And then even the way to open the barrier, I was like, I get that you're trying to the cultural they're like oh you have to hit the thing the water thing. And I was like that's dumb have <laughs> a switch and that's not how it worked in Endgame or in Infinity War they were no, just they like just take in. down this part of the shield and she was like okay and then that part of the shield it wasn't like a couple of guys were like <laughs> that just seems like a terrible way to operate that <laughs> And they get invaded pretty easily. Water bombs. I liked when Namor... I did like a lot of the way that he like jumped around and did stuff. I thought that was pretty cool looking. I liked the way that they had like his flight ability work. I I, liked a lot of that. I like the dynamics of it, yeah. But then he goes and he stabs at the queen and she's behind like glass. And it doesn't break the glass, and she just stands there. And I was like, wow, that's... She's putting on a tough front. Sure. Yeah, but, like, what kind of glass? Is that vibranium glass? Like, <laughs> Sure, why not? And then Everything later, like, a bomb, a water bomb hits it, and it floods the whole place enough to kill her. And I'm like, why, why were you... Why were you still standing right behind the glass? Like, at no point did you want to leave... Like I said, I feel like you could have punched it again and it would have been, you're just, you're asking for something to go wrong. Okay. That's and like, then, uh, of course, something like... does go wrong. She dies. Okay. So putting on a tough front, was it worth it? Was it? Oh, what do you well, think? So maybe she was now. under the How assumption that you? nothing could break through that. The glass? The vibration. It almost was on the first shot. If I saw that happen on the first shot, I'd be like, yeah, I probably here. better go. I am out of here. One more shot, and this thing's done. If 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 this is glass, it's like those people that that sit there and bang on the glass at the gorilla enclosure. Maybe like it's boom, boom, transparent fuel. <laughs> but even if it is, those are some significant cracks from one blow. I don't care what material this is. You see that? You got to make an educated decision. You got to look at it and say, oh, it is breakable. I better get out of here. This guy's got- I don't think it would have mattered because Riri started running and didn't help her any. So he throws one of the water bombs at it. And the first time I saw that, I was like, this would be so killer in a water balloon fight. <laughs> <laughs> Just nail somebody with it. They're like, <laughs> ah. <laughs> But it's like, again, if that was enough to break the glass, one of those things. Like it just Maybe, went... well, now, okay, so so let's let, let's look at this from a physics standpoint. The glass already has a crack in it, which you just, you know, we just went over. He just cracked the glass. 
Then you deal with the water pressure pushing on an already weakened structure of the glass. It will break. But there's no... There, I, I solved it for you. There's I did no it. anything behind it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's just ridiculous. Either way, get it's out of there. movie, Chris. Get out of there. <laughs> get out of there. Well, then make smart decisions. <laughs> You're supposed to be the leader of the country. Burr, burr, burr. The strongest in the world. Burr, 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 burr. Except uh, I'm pretty sure Namor's country is way stronger. I think they are too. Because they they had them beat back. They won at uh, the end. The uh, yeah, they, they, they really. Because Namor was like, all right, stop. But you literally, they're completely covering the top of the ship. There are still tons more of them coming up the sides. And the we Wakandans no are in like the little corner. Even are. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm going to conquer the world. If you're confident that you can do that at any point, you must you must have some reason behind that, you know? He he's he's sitting in Australia with a butt ton of armies just piling up, and then he's gonna just walk over everything. Yeah, we're in the, the little 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 risk uh little risk reference there. And it's they have the the breathers. So they can come on land, no problem. We want to take over the surface. Why? I don't know. Did they say? It's like, oh, so you can't kill us? It's like nobody can even get to you. <laughs> you literally made that point very clear. We, no one can get down there. Now, if his reason was you're screwing up the oceans, I could get behind that. But he's just like. We gotta that, take them out before they take us out. That was usually Aquaman's argument when he would duke it out with the Justice League was that it was you guys are screwing up the oceans. And when people are like, Batman's the richest one in the Justice League, it's like he everything that's ever sunk in the sea, he's got access to. <laughs> he's got money. <laughs> oh man. So did she also, when they were fighting, I thought she ripped one of his pigeon wings off. I don't think she ripped the... I don't think she ripped the... Yeah, I was going to say, I think she just pulled feathers. Because when I first... I was... I remember I was sitting there and he just holding the... And I was like, oh, shoot! I thought she kind of sliced... (laughs) Didn't she slice it off? I don't. Th- I don't She's think so. Because in her hand. I saw the feather sticking out. I was like, did she just rip his little wing foot off? Because well, okay. So directly after that, when he went after her, his flight wasn't as. I mean, it was it was troubled. You know, you could tell something had happened. And um, but later on, it was fine. And like the, I don't know if the feathers had I don't grown think he back. Ever flew again. For instance, but yeah, I gotta feel like it wasn't. Or maybe, maybe I, maybe I just saw that. Maybe there was a scene where you looked, you could see his feet, and it's like, okay, both wings are there. So, and he's, yeah, I wouldn't expect him to be permanently damaged. Also, especially since uh, he goes, "I'm a mutant." Yes. Interesting word choice, guy that speaks broken English. Uh... <laughs> One more step toward the X-Men. One more laborious step. When will we see them? I don't know. At the very least, we got Deadpool 3 coming up, so... 
we've had bits and pieces. Obviously, we had Professor X. Okay, I'm going to call it. When we finally do see the X-Men, they'll be fighting Mephisto. How about that? Is that what Mephisto, Mephisto confirmed with the X-Men. Mephisto confirmed! Yeah, they, there's rumors that they've casted him, but I don't like the person they rumored to have casted. I don't like For what? For Wolverine? No, for uh, Mephisto. Oh. All this time, he finally shows up. Bah, bah, bah. I don't like. You think the studio would throw us a bone? They can't just dust off one of the famous X-Men. How about that Potts with the giant pigeon wings? What do those do anyway? Huh? Carry him three feet off the ground to snatch up the nearest muffin crumb? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I just don't like the guy. I don't like him personally, and I don't like him as an actor. So. I would be very disappointed if he was actually cast as Mephisto. Maybe he'll surprise you. Never no. <laughs> no. All right, never mind. I don't, I don't like Sa Sasha. Oh, there's, uh... Okay, well, we'll see. <laughs> there's nothing to do about that except wait until it actually comes out. Uh, I will say this for Namor and, and Luke and I both agreed on this that whoever cast him was like spot on he he played Namor the way I wanted him to be played he was he was perfect in the role I thought it was great yeah I liked uh, and I, I'm not someone who knew necessarily about namor before this like i knew generally about him but i never read comics never did uh i liked the way that they brought him into the story you know the fact that he's over 500 years old uh the fact that he's been alive that whole time guiding this people that he's a god to them <clears throat> the mutant thing on top of that even if they tie that in somehow i liked all of that and basically the way that he talked to people and held himself and like represented you know that was all very well done i, I agree mm -hmm. yeah uh, so that was all awesome i did think he almost got beat i guess not easily i guess they did separate him and go after his weaknesses specifically but I still think even after they beat him, it's pretty obvious that if he had wanted to, oh, he, he yeah. could just start back off the war and wipe them out, you know? And so, big spoilers, you know, continue. <laughs> but at the end, he basically says, well, now I've got a relationship with Shuri. Now I've got a relationship with Wakanda. He it's says, inevitable uh, that the other rest of the world will attack them. At some point, someone will attack them. And who will they reach out to? Me. And so he's still, it's not like he suddenly changed his ways and is like, oh, you know what? I'll just be an Avenger. What do you do? You know, he's still got some like and, and he, he was, motives he's, going on. He says there's, there's going to be a time when they're attacked and when it does, then I'll have my chance to to Lenny says, like, we'll take over the we'll, world. No, he says, like, we'll unite with them and then we'll be unstoppable. 
which was his plan all along. That's what he wanted. He always wanted to team up with Wakanda basically this whole time. At least in the movie, seems like that. He says, I'll take you out if you don't team up with me. But what he really wanted to do with team, was team up with them and take over the world. And so now he still has that chance. He says, when someone attacks them, they'll reach out to us. We'll unite. We'll take everybody else out. Because Wakanda really is his only... It's the only threat, threat really. Yeah. Because the rest of the... I mean, again, they can't get down to where they are. I don't know why they're so... Freaked they out. Have a, they have a pretty good defense. And... He gives Shuri the his mom's bracelet. Bracelet, which was made I thought was from weird. the plant. Well, I was like, as soon as he did that, I'm just sitting there going, okay, well, that's how she recreates the heart-shaped herb. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the longer it took for them to actually get that done, I was just like, just do it. Like, wait, it's so obvious. <laughs> you know it's gonna happen. So Come on. obvious. <laughs> And then it's well, like, she was dealing with more. other things. And they needed, they <laughs> needed to do a montage so what's-her-name could build her suit. Talking about a montage. Yeah. Montage. <laughs> yeah, a whole lot making it look like a whole lot of time has passed with not really any hands. It's like we only had a week. There was a time limit already placed on this and apparently they finish it. Oh, they, they, they only, they only yeah. had a week. But they had then time. They leave to attack, so they left before the week. <laughs> well, they they left before the week was up. They had time to organize a funeral for the queen, and they had time for a montage to figure out the heart shaped herb. Finish build a build a panther suit. Ridiculous. Get the Jabari to move everybody up into the mountains and away from the city. There was so much happening, and I'm like, you had a week. There is no way on earth. I mean, there is absolutely no way. And if, like, how if. I don't care how super powered you are. There's no yeah. way. Well, it's like, we're going to come wipe you out. It's like, well, we've moved up into the mountains. Oh, well, I guess we'll just leave then. Like, what, what's, <laughs> what's that going to do? What was the. I don't think they care because, like, they have the masks. They can breathe them. They can. And apparently they're unkillable. Again, that's something that was never really answered, but they keep inflicting mortal wounds. And the Aztec people never seem to lose anything. I don't know. And I have a question. It's not anything major, but it. I was curious when it happened. So T'Challa in his casket, they beam him up to a ship. Where the hell did he go? Because the mother, they just buried her. So did they did they show her being buried? Well, I mean, they showed them carrying. That was her the same forest. place where they went for him, too. So they might have had more for her, but they just didn't what, what, what are they do they just send him off they might have a mausoleum a vibranium and that that, that symbolizes them rising up to be with the ancestors yeah which was which is kind of weird because if you understand that they're living on another plane you don't necessarily need to keep a 
mausoleum, but it's always fun. Mausoleums are fun. It's good. Good to have around. <laughs> werewolf by night. Yeah, I was going to say, mausoleum. that came in handy. <laughs> werewolf by night. Exactly. Vibranium mausoleum. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's good stuff. Uh, so... Yeah, they win Wakanda. Uh, I still feel like they kind of got let win, and there's going to be some sort of uh, Riri Williams, though, getting introduced. That's just another young Avenger person. That's what we just had America Chavez. Now we got Riri Williams, Kate Bishop, Kate, Kate, uh, Kate Bishop, Wanda's um, kids. Yeah, Wanda's kids. Freaking Scar just got introduced in mm -hmm. at the end of She-Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to black that from my memory. Stop Something that. Happens. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that was one of the best memes, though, was when uh, somebody put it out there and it was the scene the from Age of Ultron. Oh no! It was a scene from Age oh. of Ultron where she, where he says, "Look, I can't have kids. It's just not possible." Oh, and she yeah. says, "Neither can I." Hey, this is my son Scar. Guess what I did? This is my son Scar. I can't have kids. Well, I didn't know that alien chicks existed that could handle <laughs> Hulk, Hulk uh, genetic material, Hulkamania. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> what did you guys think about when uh, Shuri went to the uh, ancestral plane? Oh, Killmonger! Killmonger, that was mm. great. I liked that. Uh, it was very unexpected because I was I was definitely expecting her to talk to her mother, and they had a very short bit of that later mm -hmm. during yeah. the fight. But I was definitely expecting her to talk to her, or maybe even have some sort of like, who knows what kind of footage, maybe even of her grandfather of somebody else. But I was at very least expecting her mother. I was not expecting Killmonger at all. Yeah, that that and, was a nice surprise. And and to have him up there saying, "Hey, look, this is why I did what I did, and you're doing it for the exact same reasons." Revenge. So, and she still, she, I mean, she kept trying to justify herself to him. It was very and, Star Wars. Yeah. Well, she she was pushing again, and she even did it at the beginning of the movie. She was pushing against her her culture. Well, she's her always mom, been like that. Yeah, yeah no she's even, she fights even against the tradition, and that's why I did. I like that because yeah, kind of that. And that was another thing that I wanted to mention about this film is that they have so much of the tradition and the culture of like Wakanda and stuff, and that's what she kind of rebels against. She even says it right to her mom's face when they're sitting by the fire. She's like, mm -hmm. "No, that wasn't him. That's just your mind creating the feelings that you want to feel to comfort you." And that's why when Killmonger was talking to her and was like, you didn't even believe this place existed. Yeah. Oh, you it was this out it's, of... Uh, it was Nacho Libre. I don't believe in God. I only believe in science. 
you haven't seen Nacho Why Libre, are those go see, two things? Go see Nacho Libre. <laughs> <laughs> she is a skeletal. <laughs> What did you think of the after the credit scene or the mid credit scene? I cried. It was another Chad Roseman <laughs> tribute, partially. Shuri finally burns her funeral clothes. Yep. Which, man, she went through a lot in this. She's not even done dealing with her brother's death and then her mom dies too. And she has to deal with all of that. Uh, so it's definitely makes her decision not to be vengeful that much more impactful. I think. I thought um, she. I thought Shuri had a very strong character arc in this movie, which I really liked and appreciated. It was. It, I thought it was very well done because you've seen her just go through all the emotions and that, and the fact that you know she's always pushed against her her culture basically with you know the rituals and all that stuff and to see her go towards it at the end i thought that was great mm -hmm. and i feel like that's something i've also personally been through myself like i was raised a very religiously catholic family and i'm and i was just like why are we doing this stuff? Like, why are we doing this stuff? And so then I like went and had to go out and through Joseph Campbell, I would say I learned a lot of stuff and I was like, Oh, okay. That's why people do these rituals. Like that's the importance of doing a ritual. It's partially like the frame of mind. And also it's part of like human psychology and in what you might believe whether you believe in god or not it's there's more than what's visible so uh i don't care how you personally engage in that but there are reasons that these religions rituals and all these different things exist so it's definitely cool to see her engaging in it especially after like being so far against it. And in that mid credit scene, she does, she's burning the clothes. And her mother was like, when I did this, I felt him like a breeze on my shoulder and she, the wind is passing her and she's just thinking, yeah. seeing him and their moments together. And it was just really beautiful. Yeah. yeah. That was another crying moment because it was just nothing but silent and, Yep. You see his whole montage. It was meant to, you know, that's the whole thing that the movie was building towards was that's why they had that moment earlier when she said, I felt his presence. It builds that up. And then now we're meant to. Now, now that she's kind of accepted their, their culture. We're meant to be having the same process or the same thing as Shuri is mm -hmm. in that moment. We've heard it. We heard about it earlier in the film, but we weren't. It, it didn't happen in the film. We weren't engaged in it in the film. Now we are, and so we got from the beginning of the movie where his actual funeral, where his death and funeral was, and at the very end, we actually have closure. Burning of the funeral clothes, basically. 
closure and yeah. also the meeting of and that's the completion of the circle uh spoiler alert big spoiler alert we're at the end of the show but biggest spoiler his son literally named after him yeah T'Challa, T'Challa. yeah that that was great and that's life goes on question real quick is uh umbaku is he running wakanda right now did anyone challenge him yeah i don't know that's what i'm saying is he seems like a pretty decent guy oh he's great i love i love he's my favorite character hilarious i loved when he got punched so the kids, the kids that were sitting next to me, when he gets like straight up punched by Namor and like flies back, and then he's like, <laughs> "Oh, everybody's cracking up." <laughs> and but yeah. other than that too, I think he is—he generally does try to do what's best for Wakanda, and him wanting to—he's constantly trying to take over Wakanda. I remember that's what one of the kids said too when. Uh, <laughs> At the very end, when he comes out of the ship, and he's like, I want to fight. And one of the kids is like, again? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, this time he can win. There's no one to fight against. Uh, but he's trying to do that because he honestly feels like he can do the best for the people. I get the feeling that I don't, I don't think Shuri would want anything... I don't think she would want to be like the leader in that sense. Like she'd be fine being the Black Panther, but she doesn't have to be the. But that's also where a chance for conflict arises, because what if he wants to do something that she doesn't want to do, but she's the Black Panther and he's the. And then it is—is is it just? They gotta wait ten years and have. How does that work? Because is—is is the leader just the Black Panther, or can there be a Black Panther that's? You know, I was wondering about that because it said. In the in the first movie, it really alluded to the fact that the Black Panther was the king, and that that's just who it was. But in this movie, it was more like the Black Panther is just the protector of Wakanda. Mm-hmm. He doesn't necessarily have to be the king, and that might have been just, just like a protector. tradition, you know? Yeah, because they also talk about how you'll be the greatest king or the greatest Black Panther since like the first one, but that wasn't necessarily they don't necessarily have to be one in the same but they probably usually were but it's not a requirement well, that'll be interesting to see that like again no idea Kurg. i don't know guys you got anything else you want to talk about for this movie no i i i I think it was a it was a solid movie. Was it perfect? No. No. But like I said, there was there was some lags and some stuff went a little long, and it could have been trimmed. But I, I'd give it a solid eight point five out of ten. Hmm. I went seven point five out of ten. That's just it was it was good. It wasn't the greatest thing ever i like the first one better i think um well i i I, there are some people that have said that if they had just left the black panther off of the title and just called it wakanda forever 
that would have been better rather than calling it Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So I I don't know where I fall on that boat just because it's well I gave it probably like a six and a half or so just because I I'd like the way that they did the things they did but overall as like a movie it's am I going to be like going back to watch this over and like oh man I gotta rewatch this I was like no like I don't if I get the opportunity I might just because I don't want to sit on the front row and do this again and I'd be able to watch it for that reason just to you know maybe get another but but you know there's other movies where I'll be like I can sit down and I can watch this movie anytime this is not one of those movies no, no, Infinity War. I, I don't know how many times I saw that one on the theater, and then waiting for it to hit DVD or Blu-ray or anything like that. And I'm just, it was an, it was a nightmare. So I was like, I love that movie so much, and it was just like, well, gotta wait. I've only done that with Star Wars movies. I oh, that yeah, multiple times in the theaters. That's I used to do that with movies, but that was back again before when like you had to see a movie in theaters and then you had to wait or you had to wait six months or so until it came out on dvd so well back in the day back in the day <laughs> even farther back in the day <laughs> when we didn't have dvds <laughs> you had to wait for it to come on network tv right uh, well, a year or more <laughs> Where I grew up, we had a, a regular theater where the movie would play for eons because movies back then would be in the theater a lot longer than what they would. I mean, Star Wars, I swear to God, Star Wars was in theaters for two years. Yeah. Well, they also re-released that several times. And... Uh, and no, then... no, no, no. On the first run. No, on, on the first, first run. On its first run, it was, yeah, it was in the theater for several years. But yeah, I mean, hey, if people are still paying for it. <laughs> but then, you know, and I was guilty. Star Wars. <laughs> when, I was, uh, when I was young, I was guilty of going seeing Star Wars, I don't know, a bajillion times. And then there was another theater across the street when Star Wars finally ended its run in the main theater where we could go across the street and see it for 99 cents and it was there forever oh. which helped me out because you know my my allowance my allowance was only <laughs> my allowance was pretty <laughs> paying full price so so talking yeah. about seeing movies multiple times in theaters Stuart in the chat said Done that a few times. Done that with a few James Bond movies and Lord of the Rings. I definitely did that with Lord of the Rings. That was one of them. The first yeah, Matrix yeah. movie. The first Jurassic the first Park Matrix movie. movie. Oh, yeah. Wow. First Jurassic Park. I saw that one a ton. Batman. The the Michael Keaton Batman. Uh, Dark Knight Rises. Or not Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight. Uh, the, the Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. Yeah, yeah. I know for a fact I went and saw that multiple times. At yeah. least three or four times on that one at least that i can remember and it was partially because a it's worth it and it's good uh, yeah but a b because you knew it wasn't like oh it'll be out next month on streaming you know like no yeah. it won't it'll be out 
in like six months, maybe, and like I'll be getting the director's commentary special edition. <laughs> special widescreen edition with the 3D Christopher box printing. Nolan leaving a personalized message. <laughs> you are Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I saw it. I saw that one like eight or nine times, at least. That must have been amazing. Because I, I know I've seen I was that too one young. a few times. Uh, my husband and I went and seen it before we took the kids because we wanted to make sure it was going to be okay to, for the kids to see. And he was a little iffy. I was like, "No, it'll be great to watch him get the shit scared out of him." Because <laughs> that that and movie, that- I was on the edge of my seat when that first came out. So yeah, we. We um, well, I took the kids to see it, and I think we've seen it a few times after that in theater. So, yeah, I've got a older brother, a younger brother, and my sister's the youngest, and I just remember that was one of the movies like we had in like our shoebox of VHS films, like that were like those. It's like that that we had Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park Two, Men in Black, Independence Day, like uh, Twister. Uh, yeah, it was just like these essential blockbuster <laughs> thing, right. and then we just watch them and i just remember one time my mom came home and this is a story that she tells she's like yeah i just come home and the three boys are sitting on the couch and katie is in you know the playpen or whatever and she's standing up on the edge and there's a dinosaur killing someone on the screen and she's just like <laughs> checking it out <laughs> it's like roar, what? Roar. <laughs> it's good <laughs> and the mask Stewart said watch the mask yeah. Jim Carrey man he had tons of great movies back in the day anyway that's all off topic we've already we taste over it. our standard hour talk about Wakanda forever um, again I, I feel like it, it was a tough situation as far as the Chadwick Boseman send off, yeah, I feel they like had they to could as good. They had to rewrite, rewrite, good lord, the movie because I think they had a totally different. Well, they knew he was dying. I know Ryan Coogler had even said he was going to show him or let him read the Black Panther 2 script. But then it was at a certain point, he was just too exhausted to even be doing that they like marvel knew that he was dying it was more of a shock to the general public no nobody knew they knew before we did that's not what i've heard that no i i heard nobody knew well i don't i mean i think they caught it later but when it was like as opposed to when it was announced to the public you know what i mean it's not like the day they found out that he had cancer that was the same day that we all found out. Do you get what I'm saying? Well, we didn't find out anything until he died. So that's what I'm saying. But uh, They yeah, knew he had from, cancer. But... No, from what I heard, nobody knew. Because okay. that was in the middle of the pandemic. So I don't... We're not, I'm not going to give time to go look this up right now, but... Maybe next episode I'll just start with a with a why I'm right and Debbie's wrong segment. That sounds fun to me. I don't know. That sounds like a good time. So 
We'll see you next week. We'll be talking about, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Who knows? We'll be talking about something. Men in Black. Let's do Men in Black. Me being wrong. Men in Black. We definitely do. Let's do Men in Men in Black. Next week is Men in Black. Not All that. Right. Not 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 that Australian uh, international one. Just the first three. Well, no. I haven't yeah, seen yeah. that one yet. I haven't seen that one yet Good. either, and I have yeah. no desire to. Why would you? Why would you see it? There's the three. It doesn't have Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones in it. <laughs> yeah, which was my main reason for watching. But anyway, next week, Men in Black. Shit! Language. Wait a second. No one else is going to deal with the fact that Cap just said language. Just slipped out. Find the scepter. And for gosh sake, watch your language. That's not going away anytime soon. You bet your ass. Steve, you said a bad language word. Did you tell everyone about the that? The head imprint. <laughs> Out with the platinum bastard. Steve doesn't like that kind of talk. You know what, Romanov? Fury, you son of a...